Welcome to Mick on the Mic, a feel-good podcast hosted by me, Mick Warner. We'll discuss life, answer questions, hang out with some rad guests, and honestly just have a good time. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mick on the Mic podcast. <laughs> that is actually the first time I've said it out loud. This is crazy. What am I doing? I <laughs> I have always been very fascinated with the podcast world. I have dipped my toes in it a little bit, um, but I have always really just wanted to create like a space of my own. Um, if you're like me and you spend all day, every day talking to yourself um, and also think you're the funniest person on the planet, it just makes sense to prop yourself down and set up a mic and just document it. So uh, yeah, I also have been pretty eager for like a new, refreshing, creative outlet. So I am pretty excited. I feel like this is going to be that for me. So I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much um, for just supporting this next little venture of mine. Um, the vibes here, guys. I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't really know where I'm going to take this yet. But if you know me, you know I'm a good vibe person. You know I like to keep things warm, cozy, a good time. So we're going to be doing a lot of Q&A, a lot of advice. We're going to have some fun guests on. We're going to, you know, let the good times roll here. I I just, that's really the, um, the only mission that I have. (laughs) Um, And with that being said, I feel like today's, first episode should just be a little bit more of an introduction into me, who I am, what I like to do, just to give you like more of a feel of the type of person that I am. Um, And yeah, I thought with that, we could do kind of a hybrid of the game of 20 questions and the card game of We're Not Really Strangers. And if you're not familiar with that card game, it's amazing great to play with friends, family, new people. Um, There are three different levels. There's a perception, connection, and reflection level. Um, And they just ask great questions. Like, just an incredible get-to-know-you game. So, yeah, let's let's just dive on in. Um, Please be graceful with me. It's been a hot minute since I have recorded myself. Um, (laughs) And I don't really know what I'm doing here, to be honest. but yeah, let's let's get into it, okay? For those of you that don't know me, my name is Michaela Warner. Uh, Mick for short. The only person that really calls me Michaela is my grandma. Um, I prefer Mick. I think it fits me more. It's quick. It's catchy. Easy to remember. Um, <laughs> but I'm 25 years old. I live in beautiful Lake Tahoe. I actually grew up here, um, which was so rad. Um, I recently just quit my job, which, uh, I will kind of get into a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I, I love to be outside, hang with, uh, our friends. I recently just got engaged. So love doing all the mushy gushy things with my fiance. We have a one and a half year old, uh, great Pyrenees mix puppy. He is hilarious. Like he's just the biggest goof and I love him any of you that have like seen photos or videos or know our dog just know like he's just just a big moose he's hilarious I I love having a dog this is my first dog too so 
it's fun. We also have a cat. She's the queen, rules our lives. Um, and yeah, that's my little family. That's a little bit about me. Um, but we'll just get more into the questions and games, shall we? So question number one, actually, which uh, I recently got asked when I did a Instagram Q&A, <clears throat> and I thought this would be a, a appropriate place to cover this topic, but what do I do for work? Um, so I actually recently just left um, a pretty big gig. Uh, I worked for Tahoe Douglas Fire Protection District for uh, four years. Um, it was an incredible job. I learned so much being there. But um, if any of you know of local government, it's just it's an incredibly slow moving process um, to just promote or grow or really do any type of movement outside of your current position. And then also with that, uh, the pay is nothing to be excited about. And I, being the young and ambitious 25-year-old that I was, just started to feel very stuck. And I noticed that it was affecting my life in all forms. And um, also, just a little bit more background, uh, my fiancé and my mother also worked for the same fire district that I worked for, too. So I just felt like my life was starting to be consumed, um, and not in a good way, by uh, this role that I had. And it wasn't really having the payoff that it should for consuming as much as it was. So I made a really hard decision, honestly. Like it was one of the more tougher decisions I've ever made in my life because these people have just felt like family to me for so many years. Even before I worked there, I grew up a Tahoe Douglas fire. So it was tough, but it was definitely needed. I felt and have since felt myself, feel myself slowly coming out of what I didn't realize was a very deep depressive state that I had allowed myself to fall into because I wasn't willing to face the reality that I just was miserable um, at a place that I love so much. And sometimes that happens. I have since leaving spoke to so many people who have uh, gone through similar situations in jobs that they've had. And I think what to take from it is just all the lessons you learn and, and the love and appreciation that you have while you're there at those places and then continue to apply that to the next opportunity. Um, but with that being said, I currently <laughs> uh, am f doing freelance social media. I still do uh, create it, content creation and modeling for uh, like local and name brand uh, companies. That has honestly kind of been on the back burner for a little while, again, mostly because I just was putting so much into my job the last uh, two years. And so being able to just step back and reevaluate like what I uh, really want to do and that being something more on the creative spectrum um, has been nice. And it's allowed me to have the time to heal and just kind of reset my priorities. So um, yeah, right now I'm just doing freelance stuff on the side. It's very fun. I do need to start getting into like something a little bit more um, financially securing. <laughs> I It just feels weird to, I've always been someone that's had an income. This is just hard for me to not feel that type of security. But I think, again, it's it's a lesson to be learned here. So 
just riding the wave with that. I'm also very thankful to um, have so much support from my fiance, Mason, um, throughout this time of just like figuring out what my next step is. Um, I, my best friend Shelby is calling it my renaissance era and I, my time of rebirth. And I love that. It's just, it's such a positive spin on what I think is the reality of a midlife crisis <laughs> a little bit, but um, it's nice. It It's a nice title to really what I feel like I've experienced since quitting my job, which is rebirth and just like finding myself. Like, I mean, this sounds so cheesy. Everyone always says this, but like, I, I feel like I'm Rem- re- just remembering who the fuck I am again and it's it's cool it's it's cool to experience I I love being in that seat and seeing that for like my friends and family when they go through these stages of life so now I am experiencing it for myself um yeah so that's that that's currently what I do for work sorry that was such a ramble but um it's kind of been the unanswered question uh all summer from a lot of people so I thought that this would be an appropriate space to address it and kind of just speak to what I am moving forward towards yeah uh my second question here something a little lighter what's my some of my favorite hobbies um growing up in Tahoe living in Tahoe I I'm an outdoorsy gal. I love anything outside, hiking, swimming, boating, biking, all the things. Um, Slowly getting back into snow sports. I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I was like from ages 16 to like 20, I boycotted snow sports. I hated the snow. I like went through a phase of hating winter. I think everyone kind of goes through that, but so I like stopped skiing, I stopped snowshoeing, sl- like sledding, even like the most wholesome of snow sports. <laughs> um, you know, I just stopped it all and I'm slowly getting back into it the last few years. So I love, love to snowshoe. I think it's like one of the f- most incredible ways to experience the outdoors in the winter. Um, Cross country skiing is so fun. Again, like also getting back into that. And then Mason and I are we're getting a little crazy this year. We're getting a little, I don't know where this confidence is coming from. Um, cause we haven't been on a hill in who knows how long, but we are going to be skiing and snowboarding this year. So we've got our boards, we're getting some boots, uh, and we're going to be doing both. We'll see what happens. We might break a leg. I might break a leg. Um, <laughs> but it's for the memories. Uh, and I've always wanted to, snowboard I grew up skiing we both grew up skiing I think Mesa snowboard like a few times but I don't know it's just it's fun it's fun and trying new things I'm again I'm in this era of rebirth who knows I might become the next like snowboard gold medalist watch out so yeah that's that that's pretty much what I like to do for fun um I also really enjoy just sitting alone at my house (laughs) I am very much a introverted extrovert. I absolutely hate that term, but it is the truth. Like, I love being around people, but at the same time could spend days on end by myself and not speak to anyone and be completely content. Um, I just, I, I love my home. I love my space. I, I try really hard to make wherever I live or inhabit comfortable and cozy and I don't know. I've just, I've 
mastered it maybe a little too well in this house <laughs> but yeah that is that is also one of my favorite hobbies just being home you know doing little home projects diy things like cleaning i know it's weird but just it's fun people it's fun this is what being an adult is turning 25 you start to love sweeping and mopping it's weird eh, it's horrible um <laughs> what was it like growing up in tahoe this is kind of a loaded question so tahoe just like any other small town has its small town like bullshit i'm i'm not gonna lie to you and say that like we i don't know by the time I turned 18, I wanted to get the fuck out of Tahoe. That, like, that's the reality. And I, although I knew Tahoe was an incredible place, I don't think I appreciated it for what it was for until I left for college and I came back. But overall, I mean, like, looking back on it, I'm so grateful for, like, the small town feeling and, like, the relationships that I developed with some of my like very close friends and honestly just like the small town education I loved the idea of going to a small high school and having like that one-on-one connection with your teachers and I don't know it's just it it's got its it's got its positives and negatives but I it was great overall growing up in Tahoe was great I when I left at 18 I think I was just I was so much more eager to leave the people than I was to leave the place. And that's what I didn't really understand at the time. Looking looking back on it now, that's definitely what it was. But by the time I left San Diego, which is where I went to school, I, like, needed to be back in Tahoe. Like, I realized, I think my freshman year, probably, like, my first or second semester of my freshman year, early on, I realized that I loved where I grew up and I I needed that transitional period of like experiencing seasons and just like being close to my mom and like I I don't know I yeah I think I really just needed to leave Tahoe in order to realize how much I wanted to come back um which happens to a lot of people with the towns they grew up in um not anything groundbreaking, <laughs> but yeah, that uh, that's pretty much what it was like growing up in Tahoe. I'm very fortunate to have grown up here and to live here now. Um, I, it's just beautiful. It I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. Um, and that's that on that, baby. Next question: uh, How long have you and Mace been together? Mace and I have been together for six years. We recently just got engaged. Very exciting. It's all I talk about. Um, <laughs> we got engaged on August 10th of this year, so it's still pretty new. Um, and he is a wildland firefighter, so his fire season just wrapped up. So I'm feeling – I and he's been gone, like, since we got engaged. Uh, so I feel like we're just now starting to, like, really get to enjoy it. And, like, it's – the feelings are all, like, sinking in and we're getting to – do some like wedding planning stuff together. So it's just, it's a great time. I am actually going to have a more like in-depth episode about Mace and I and like our engagement, how it happened, all that stuff, like some wedding inspo, answer some questions, yada, yada, yada. I might be able to convince Mace to join me on that, but please don't hold your breath because those of you that know that man, he is a man of few words. And the last thing he's going to do is record those words (laughs) 
he is the real life Ron Swanson, people. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. We could not be more opposite in that in that point. But it's he he's he's rad. It's wonderful. He's my best friend. Um, I really don't like remember life much before him. <laughs> That's like the most cheesy thing I could ever say, but it's true. Like someone reminded me a couple weeks ago of like one of my ex-boyfriends and I'm like, wow, I completely blocked out that entire phase of my life. Like I just don't imagine life before me. So I don't like dream of life in the future without him. So I don't know. It's great. That's a great love to have. I wish it for everyone. Um, and yeah. That's that's that on that. That's my dude. Um, next question. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so next and final question of the little 20 questions segment before I jump into the we're not really strangers uh, portion of this um, is... Where are you the most happiest? I thought this was such a sweet question to ask someone. Somebody asked me this uh, on a recent like Instagram Q&A that I did. So I thought I would include it on here. Um, but I think I, as I like get older um, and the less frequent time that I get to spend with my like core group of like best friends, I realized that real that is like truly some of the more happiest moments of my life. And so anytime that I get to be with them, um, we like since college have all expanded out across like the entire United States. So we're just all over and it gets less and less frequent that we all get to be together. So anytime that that happens, I definitely think I am my most happy. Um, And I think that's something that I'm really excited about with uh, just wedding planning and like all the upcoming wedding festivities is that we get to bring together all of our favorite people in one space um and i am just so looking forward to that so that's definitely a a time where i am my most happy and now i'm going to i'm going to pull from the second level the second deck of the we're not really strangers game again if you are not familiar with this game educate yourselves it's great Um, But this is the connection level, which I think is a little bit more appropriate for uh, this type of question and answer setting. So let's dive into it. I'm going to pull my first card here. Strangers would describe me as blank. Only I know myself as... Okay, this is a good card. This is a great card. I think that strangers... I've definitely been told this by multiple people before that if you don't know me I can come off as like very intimidating or like not approachable (laughs) which I think is honestly like 90% has to do with just my face like the curse of the resting bitch face um (laughs) but what's funny is that I think only maybe not only I but like once you get to know me this is something that I think like only really like close friends and like people who know me uh, know that I'm just like very lighthearted. I am very witty. I consider myself one of the funniest people in the entire world. Um, So it's just like more of the opposite than what I'm usually um, 
usually how people judge me um, when they don't know me, which I just think is funny. So that is a good question. That that one made me think for sure. Um, <laughs> I let me see here. That is the wrong deck. Okay. What's your? This is the next question. What's your mother's name and the most beautiful thing about her? Oh my god, God, this is why I love this game. Okay, great question. My mother's name is Kate Warner. K W the O G Kate. Um, I think one of the most beautiful things about my mom is her ability to lead in such a kind and inspiring way. Um, my entire life, my mom has always held either like a management, leadership, executive, like that type of role in whatever career she's had. And um, as I have gotten older and, you know, had several managers and bosses, both positive and negative, I just really realize and respect how my mom is just able to lead with such positive um, factors like compassion and inspiration and growth and all of this stuff. Um, and I've had several people throughout my life come and tell me as like a past employee or someone who's worked alongside my mom, just like how great it is. And that is a great quality to have. Um, and it's just one of the uh, beautiful things about my mother. So yeah, that is a great question. I loved that. All right, let me pull our next one out here. What has been your earliest recollection of happiness? Oh, um, you know, to be honest, okay, I grew up in the South. I was born in Gulfport, Mississippi. And in the South, as I'm sure you know, storms in the summer, summer storms are just crazy. There's hurricane, tornado, tsunami season, all that rad stuff that happens in the Gulf. But I just grew up loving torrential downforce. Like, I love rainstorms. And I think one of my, like, earliest memories is just standing outside like in our driveway in I think like one of my older brothers like bigger t-shirts and like underwear and no shoes and just getting poured on and loving it and it's still something that I do to this day um it actually like really calms me down to be underwater so sometimes if I'm like just having like a really bad like anxiety day or just need to calm myself down I actually will just like stop what I'm doing and will go and sit in the shower and I will hold myself like under the water to where like I can hear it running in my ears it just like gives me so much peace so I think that is definitely one of like my earliest memories of happiness again such a good question I freaking love this game um <laughs> all right let me pull our next one here what question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? Holy fuck. It's like they knew I was coming. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think the question I'm trying to answer the most right now in my life is what's going to give me the most fulfillment. I, I think I'm trying to figure out what pace I need to be going Um what I want to be doing. I think there's just, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, there are a lot of questions. 
that my 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 question is why are there so many questions that I need to figure out the answers to right now? Um, but it's a exciting time of life. Again, like I tried to say earlier, this is my rebirth era. Um, and I'm just really trying to find what's going to keep me happy, healthy, stable, inspired, um, and constantly like growing and learning. And when I find that, I will let you guys know. <laughs> uh, okay. Great question. Don't really have an answer to it. Moving on. Next question. <laughs> keep accidentally pulling from the wrong deck i can't draw a picture for these people sorry have you ever told someone i love you but didn't mean it if so why okay this is a loaded question because i very recently i I think it was a podcast i can't remember how this came to me but like what it means to just tell people like love you or like illy or like all this stuff like realizing the true meaning behind that and like expressing it appropriately um love is a very heavy emotion to be felt and to express onto others and I am realizing recently that it is something that shouldn't just be like tossed around there um and I'm saying this because I feel like I have tossed it around in the early parts of my life and I'm starting to kind of reel it in and really only express it to people that I really feel that level of care for. Like, it's just, it's not something to be fucked with. And like I just said, like, it's not something to just toss at someone because you don't know how they're going to take that. You don't know what it, what level it means to them. Like, and honestly, in a situation like that, um, have I ever told someone I love them but didn't really mean it? I I mean not in like a not not in like an intentional way or like to, to say it to like get something out of someone. I've never done it like that. Like not in, in a malicious way, but I I do think that I've tossed it around like very casually um and that's something that I'm trying to get better at and I think we all should get a little better at. I think there are other ways to also express to people that you care about them without just without saying the word love, like, um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely have, I definitely have before, um, great question, good question, moving on, what are you more afraid of, failures or success, and why, oof, for me, definitely failure, um, success has never been something that I've been afraid of, I am a very ambitious person, and it's just something that I think, you're reaching for. Um, I always kind of see success as a box to be checked. And I try to do that so that it's not ever something that intimidates me. Um, But I think failure definitely uh, scares me more because failure can open up the thoughts of, you know, like when you start to feel a lack of self-confidence, of self-worth, you second-guess your work ethics, that's where all that stuff starts to be invited in. And I, I'm definitely way more afraid of that than the level of juggling what all comes with success, I guess. Um, yeah, that's that on that. <laughs>
All right, friends. Well, that pretty much wraps up our first episode. I wanted to keep things pretty short and sweet um, just to give you a little introduction to myself and the podcast. Um, Thank you so much for being here. If you have any requests, recommendations, feedback, all that good stuff, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is at makingthemaking. That's at M-I-K-K-I-N-T-H-E-M-A-K-I-N-G. Holy fuck, I've never spelled that out loud before. That is a lot. Um, And yeah, that's all, guys. Uh, uh, Catch me next Monday. We will have episodes every Monday, Mic Drop Mondays, um, so look out for those. Other than that, have a wonderful week, um, and stay safe out there, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Make on the Mic. You can find new episodes dropped weekly every Monday here at Make on the Mic. Be sure to follow me at Making the Making on Instagram, and I'll catch you back here for next week's episode. Talk soon.